noob. Welcome back, everyone, to Ladies Elite for May 16th, 2010. This is episode 18, and this is the podcast where you talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I'm Kim. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are discussing Near, Fat Princess, Fistful of Cake, Bad Company 2, Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper, um, and a few other random mini games here and there. <laughs> so, but before we get into all that, hi, Kim. Hi, Steph. Hi. You sound like oh you're my on the gosh, road to recovery. Sound... <laughs> you do. You, you like my uh, Kathleen Turner voice? Oh. <laughs> hey, guys. That is very sexy. I mean, I'm over here sweating. Actually, oh I think gosh. I sound like, I sound horrible. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. You sound cute. <laughs> you sound very cute. I, and what I want to know, Kim, is how you didn't get this, because I, uh-huh. we were both at the same event, so we just, um, it's been a week since we were at Nerdtacular in Salt Lake City. And that's where I got this, by the way. <laughs> and I don't know, because I was kissing Mark, I was kissing uh-huh. you, I was kissing See? Scott, I was making out with everyone, and I didn't get it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> and it seems like Mark got it. Um, so we, we went out there early, and Mark got sick. So we went out there Thursday, and Mark got sick Saturday night. So okay. I don't know if he's patient zero. But I did notice there was a couple nerds coughing. So I saw you. I saw you. Yeah. And of course, yeah. you know, we play rock band. We were playing rock band. We had an all-girl band happening. And I, of course, like, I don't really do the, the controller. So I'll just sing my horrible singing. And of oh, course, that's no where, you know, the virus is probably at. <laughs> so, oh, that's true. Huh? On the mic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I've been uh I've been sick a few days. It's just it's one of, it was one it's one of those colds that um you're too weak to really do anything but lay on the couch and play video games. <laughs> but Seriously. that's a good kind of sick. That's, that's what I'm saying too. Yeah, I got I finished Bad Company too. I started near. Nice. You don't want the kind of sick where you're you actually are sleeping or mm. you're you can't lift your arms because then you can't do anything. Yeah, so exactly. you want to be sick, the gaming sick. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like sleep game, sleep game. <laughs> nice, awesome. Yeah, I've been sick like that some days. Well, sick. <laughs> Maybe when Cataclysm comes out, I'll be sick. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about Nerdtacular. That was fun. It was so cool. Oh I'm my so, gosh. I'm so bummed, Steph, you weren't yes, able to be there. Mm. So next tell me year, all about you, it. You have yeah, to go. You have it. to go next year. It, it's just incredible. The people, it, it's just so much fun. It's just this huge room, house, area full of nerds. <laughs> yeah. And we got to meet so many people. In fact, um, yeah. a lot of the people are in the chat room right now. We met, we got to meet Scotty D., um, we didn't get to meet Ralph. Zeke. Zeke. We met Zeke. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> met, I met a, a lot of people from the guild that I, I mean, I knew of, but I had never met. So Dills mm-hmm. and Ravana, 
uh, Dark Anders, um, just so many people. And I know I'm missing people, so I apologize. Oh, yeah, there are so many people we're missing. But everyone was so cool. Yeah. I, I had I had so much fun. <laughs> no fun. creepy guys. <laughs> oh, Old Man Franks. Uh, oh, well, yeah, he's kind of creepy, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's I'm just kidding, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it was um, but, just a blast. The movie, I will say, I'll give you a little preview of Movielicious. I loved it. I had a great time with it. I, I did, too. I did, too. And, you know, I was thinking, I wonder if it was just the atmosphere and mm. I was, like, on this nerdtacular high <laughs> and I was all pumped up. Maybe that's why I liked the movie. I don't movie. know. I just But love. I don't think so. I don't yeah, think so, I either. Think... I love Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I know. Well, you know, and you look at that cast, Robert Downey Jr., oh, my God, he's so hot and sexy and er. Uh, and then Gwyneth Paltrow, I just love her playing Pepper Potts. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, my God, Scarlett Johansson. All the guys so were just all over Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I was too. She is just so I want to be her so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then Scott had the streaming video or the streaming um you stream up. Oh my god, I had so much fun on that. <laughs> I probably embarrassed myself so no. bad. I sat there for hours doing the Molly show and it was it was so much it was fun. Good times. I enjoyed it. It was so a lot of fun. I um it well it's so funny because uh I was itching to play Fat Fat Princess, so I was going to like. I, even while we were in Utah, I was going to like Best Buy, GameStop. I was going to all these different stores looking for this PSP game. Mm -hmm. Well, it didn't. It wasn't clear that it's download only. Oh. So I must have sought out like four different stores looking for this stupid game, and then I find out that it's you have to download it from PSN and then transfer it to your PSP. Oh bummer! So one of the games that I noticed that Scott had on his um, on his PS3 because there's nobody downstairs at first, so I just went down there <laughs> to relax. I'm like, oh, I'll see what's on his PS3, and he had Fistful. Or no, it just he just had the the first version. Original. The right. original, which only has, I think, um, six or seven chapters to the story. Mm -hmm. So his um, Scott's brother-in-law and his wife were sitting down there, and I just started playing through the chapters, <laughs> and they were watching. <laughs> and then I look up. <coughs> excuse me. And the next thing I know, there's like 20 people in the room. I'm like, uh, does anybody else want to play? They're like, no, we're, we're enjoying watching you play. <laughs> well, it's a fun game to watch somebody play, you know, because it's the um, narrator is so awesome. And there's just so much action going on that it is a fun game to watch people play. Mm -hmm. Not every game is like that. Right. Mm -hmm, true. So, Kim, did you pick up uh, the PSP? I did. I did. But you know what sucks is what I hate about the PSP is it updates like so often. So I haven't, I haven't played the PSP for about a year now. Mm -hmm. So of course the battery was dead. Yeah. So I had to charge <laughs> it up and then I had to hook it up to my PSP or my PS3 because I hadn't done that yet. And then I had to download the, you know, I, I was trying to get it over onto my PSP, the game, and then I couldn't get on the network because you know, the PSP is pretty, my PSP is old. And so it was on the, I had had to change my router, my wireless router for my iPad to be a G only, the 802.11 G. Mm -hmm. Well, that stupid PSP is 802.11 B only. So oh. then I, 
it took me like an hour to figure that out. I'm like, oh, duh, I changed my router. <laughs> so finally I got that done and um, I got on it and I love this game. Isn't it, it, it is fun so on the PSP? It is. It is so perfect for that little format and the little game and it's got new stuff in it. Yeah, they and added a funny, lot. They added quite a bit and it, it, it makes me want them. I'm like, they need to add this to the version that's on the PS3. Exactly. Because now there's 16 chapters. What's that? Yeah, it plays different too. Like on the on the PS3, I like playing the mage and the priest best. Those are my two favorites. Oh, but I'm the worker. On... I love the worker. <laughs> oh, do you? Oh my god! On, when on you get the bombs. Oh yeah, that is fun. But I like the warrior man. He rocks on the PSP version. <laughs> He's just like slice, 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 slice. And it's like, yeah, this is awesome. But then the cake make you hungry. Oh my gosh. A little bit. So for for the listeners that are not familiar with Fat Princess, this is um, you have a single player campaign that you go through to to basically learn all the boards, and the PSP version um, there's so many more boards now versus the original version, which basically was capture the princess, defend your towers, and like a resource race. Those were like the the ones that you would do. But now there's like, um, just like you have to take a bomb and you have to take, get to the throne room. And then of course, you know, capture the princess. That's kind of the standard one. Um, so if you're familiar with like world of Warcraft and familiar with battlegrounds, this is kind of taking that concept of battlegrounds and like amplifying it into cartoon violence and cute sayings. Have you made your little guy like say things when you kill stuff <laughs> I, there's one he goes like what frackin toaster frackin toaster <laughs> oh, nice. so if you hit like um it's the up down left right button if you hit the left button you can make him say things he'll go a-e-i-o-u and... oh i have heard that yeah <laughs> so it just nice. says all these i didn't know what that was yeah, so you can actually make them say things. If you hit the up button, he has a little exclamation point, and you can actually get three of your fellow warriors to follow you. So if you're trying to storm the castle, you want to make sure you have reinforcement with you, and you can make them follow you and protect you. So there's Just all these little, little nuances. Guys, not, yeah. not the real players. Right, right. Yeah, there's yeah. like little nuances. And the great thing about this game, it's also multiplayer. So there's a whole server that you can connect to and play with other people. So besides the single player campaign, there's also multiplayer, mm-hmm. like Which the original. Is different. Right Off, on the um, on the PS3 version, I don't know how many people can be in there at once, but on the PSP version, I think there's only eight that can be in there. Mm. So you still have a lot of AIs running around with you, which is different than I'm normally used. I normally, you know. I'm, in there with all real live players Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that was a little different but um it was still a a ton of fun and you can Mm -hmm. and you can start a game so i started a multiplayer game and i was the only person in it and as and the rest of the the characters are all ai but as people come in those those are replaced with real people so it's nice that you can start a game and not have to you know, wait till you have 20 players mm, that yes. you can just go forward with a game and, yeah. and play it through. So <clears throat> I always, I, and 
truth be told, the AI is much easier to to win yes. against than say a you know a regular player because once I I'm like oh the tide's turning what's going on oh some people just came in that's why <laughs> so. yeah AI is a lot easier especially when you have to go like just get the princess and take it back to the base mm -hmm. that's so easy yeah and or feeding the princess till she gets to her maximum weight <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh yeah I forgot that. about that, that one so you have to keep feeding her cake <laughs> until she gets to her maximum weight yeah. and then. And then she's losing it so fast that you got to be quick getting that cake to her. I mean, I wish I could lose weight that fast. That would be wonderful. <laughs> Gorge yourself on cake and then boop, boop, look, I'm thin again. Oh, and there's all these little tricks. And there's like, um, like if you go into certain uh, towers that you capture, you can actually, there's like a hidden tunnel that will take you back to the main castle, like a shortcut. So there's, yes. each board is different. So each board has like these little nuances to kind of gain an advantage if you know about like the little hidden secret places. So I hate the map that has the lava. That, yeah, one's, that one's the one I, I don't hate like. that one in the boats. I don't mind the oh, boats. I don't like the boats. I don't, I don't know why. It just <laughs> it bugs me because the water goes up and then the water goes down. and It's like the lava. Yeah, I guess. So. yeah it is. It is. The lava is just hard though, because I fall off of everything. When like when I'm in WoW, I think I've had like 50 deaths from falling because mm -hmm. I'm always falling off stuff. And I do the same thing in in Fat Princess. I'm always falling off stuff. Kim, do you find that since this is like cutesy kind of fighting, that it's not so frustrating than say WoW? Yeah, I have mm -hmm. noticed that. Um, you're you're getting into it and it's it's so cute and you're running around that and all the cute things and it's still kind of gory die, i mean when you when you chop somebody yeah. up it's like blah, <laughs> blood you know <laughs> but it's all cartoon violence yeah it's it is cute and there's lots of blood and they do die very well but you know <laughs> when i die unless i'm just you know being ganked over and over and over in the same spot or something that gets a little annoying but other than that um it's it's pretty fair fight it's not like you may have better gear than me, so you're just right, right. going to be overpowered. Yep. You know, we're we're at the same level once you um, build up your little hat making machines. Yep, it's all pretty even. Level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's nice. I love how the uh, narrator talks. So one of the boards, I I captured all the towers, and you hear the uh, narrator, which I swear sounds like John Cleese. Um, <laughs> he's like. All your bases belong to us. All your bases yes. belong to us. <laughs> and then, and then when they come, when the opposite team um, capture or go, gets into your castle, uh, we're being ganked, <laughs> and it just all these cute things, and it's kind of funny. So, if he you does haven't sound like John Cleese, what's that? He does sound like he John does. Cleese. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I, I need to find out who that actor is. So if you haven't had a chance to play Fat... If you do have a PSP, I would highly recommend um, you downloading this game because this is definitely a buy for me. And it was, what, $19.99? Yeah, it was yeah. $19.99. Oh, yeah, definite buy. Because this is, this is a game that um, you can just play over and over and mm -hmm. over if you want a quick game or if you want a long game. It doesn't matter. It's just one of those games that it's... It's really addictive and it's really fun. I've been carrying my PSP around in my purse. So when we go out, I'll play in the car. <laughs> oh, I have my PSP and my DS and my iPhone and my iPad all in my purse. Oh, nice. That's, that's a heavy purse. All, all the time. <laughs> I know. 
I know. I always, that, that's just always the stuff. Well, now I'm carrying the PSP. I wasn't before, but now I am. So yeah, I always carry tons of crap. Well, one and of my the camera and everything else. So one of the things that when I was looking around for this game in the PlayStation store, I noticed, um, and I was, I, cause I've been in the PlayStation store before, but I've never noticed this Sony minis category. And I just, I, I asked you guys if you, if you had heard of this, of mm -mm. the minis and you had said no. And I'm like, well, maybe they announced mm -hmm. this and I didn't even know it, but, um, Basically, PlayStation has gotten into creating or uh, making available little mini games ranging from the cost of 99 cents up to like, you know, 10 bucks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you can get the minis for your PSP or for the, the PlayStation 3. So I downloaded this one called Echoes and it looks like an old arcade game and it was so simple. <laughs> And it was 99 cents. I'm like, eh, why not? And I'm just basically this dot and I'm collecting these little crystals. And it's it, it's funny because it it is all based on high score and, I, and it feels like it, it's an emulation from an arcade game. So it's like some of this is older kind of games and kind of crappier, a lot crappier graphics. But it's still, they're still fun little games. So they've expanded, it seems... Um, just this section within the PlayStation Store, so you can get these little. I almost equate them to you know jumping on the whole iPad app mini game yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so can you play it on both the PSP and the the no. PS3, or are these for PSP only? They're either one or the other. So the one oh, that I got okay. for the PS th the PSP was the sheep herder dog game yeah, it's so stupid i can't believe i bought it <laughs> um <laughs> you're basically protecting your sheep oh, from wolves and it's two <laughs> and it's two players so you can get somebody else with a psp and they control one dog and you control the other and it was so bad <laughs> i don't recommend it i can't even remember the name of it it was so bad um <laughs> oh that's funny but i couldn't play i mean i can't play that on the ps3 it only is a psp game and then, like, the Echoes game, I can't transfer that to my PSP. I can only play that on the PS3. Does so, it tell you when you're downloading it? Yeah, yeah. It's is? clearly labeled. It is oh, clear, okay. It is very cool. clearly labeled. But I just thought that was interesting that they um, have these little mini games. I'm, I'm just wondering when this all was released. I hadn't had a chance to, to look at that even more, but... Um, um, it said October 1st from last year. Really? How have I not noticed those before? <laughs> I mean, hmm. maybe it's just, was, maybe the yeah, iPad just brought time. my attention to, to more of the little mini there games. There you go. So. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, these stupid little mini games on the iPad and iPhone just consume so much of my time. I oh, swear, yes. I'm constantly playing I, since some you, type of game. Since both of you now have the iPad, I mm -hmm. want to know from from you guys, the games that you're playing are like We Rule. Mm -hmm. um, are you playing Godfinger? Yes. Um, anything else that's like those types of games? Like, Angry Birds. Ang depends. Angry Birds. Yes. Well, I'm I'm looking at. So I've been playing Godfinger. Pocket Legends. And I'm like level twenty three in Godfinger, and mm -hmm. there is no incentive at all for me to continue this game. 
I've unlocked pretty much everything. I can't buy anything else. I've direct decorated my planet the way I want it to be. <laughs> and Mark's experiencing the same thing and we we rule. Yeah, and I am too. If you're if you're just now starting out in these games and you're tempted to buy something, don't because you're going to I mean, I'm rolling in gold on God Godfinger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have kicked myself if I would have bought awe or whatever it is. Um because it's all about patience for those games. So mm-hmm. if you have a little patience, by the time you get to... It, it's frustrating because I looked in, like, for Godfinger, there's, like, 50 levels that you can get to. But there's nothing after 20 that you can actually do, like, with your world and buying new things. So I just don't... I think these game developers are a little short-sighted with these games. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ticking me off that I put so much time and effort into it. <laughs> well, you know, but it's the same with um, like the PC, like Ebony and Lord of Ultima. Mm-hmm. I I was playing both of those online, but I got bored with them because it it was the same thing as We Rule, except for you could go actually attack other kingdoms if you wanted to. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing. I I would have never bought I bought stuff in We Rule in the beginning, the mana, like $5 worth of the mana mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Mojo, um, right? The mojo, mojo, yeah. But yeah, now I'm like, why would I want to do that? I'm I'm kind of <laughs> I I log into We Rule about once a day just because um, you know, people are still buying stuff from me and I've yep. got mm-hmm. my magic cauliflower. Yes. <laughs> gotta, gotta get my magic cauliflower. That <laughs> saved the game for me. The magic cauliflower. So, yes. I mean, because a lot of these companies, I was reading an article in Variety magazine talking about kind of the new frontier of gaming with these little micropayment games and how, you know, these are going to affect the market. But I mean if you really get deeper into it, unless maybe they were just trying to get the game out just so they could have it out on the platform and maybe later they'll start adding more content to the higher levels. I don't know. But... I don't know because look at Farmville. Farmville's the same way. And um, I don't think they have any plans on, I mean, the only thing I could see them doing is allowing you to start um, like visiting other kingdoms with, something from your kingdom that might make it a little interesting if i could go you know like bomb ralph's castle or something <laughs> i would i would love that but <laughs> i think I, it was was it gristle that was saying he wants to bomb ralph's castle or something <laughs> in his profile i think <laughs> oh, Desi? if you look at the things that we're making now like we, we can make swords and we can make soldiers on horses and we have field reports wouldn't it be interesting if we could actually accumulate those things and generate an army from them yeah. and, and then go do something with them yeah. instead of just instead of them just being words on the screen and you know money that just fills your bank I mean, and you talk about money I got money coming up the yin yang and uh, we rule yeah. and I have nothing to spend it on and that's what Mark's the same way he's like I have you know I don't know what to do anymore oh, there's nothing and, to do <laughs> and me and Mark were talking about that and it would be cool if how you designed your little um, kingdom mm-hmm. um, would affect how it is like I told them I have my um, little meat packing place next to my barn mm-hmm. where right. my horses it's are. More you know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can just the horses, walk the horses right the horses. over there. Just <laughs> cattle them, you know, put them in. The horses, 
<laughs> assembly line. And, you know, maybe you would get extra points for that. Or if you have your little um, pub next to the houses, you know, you get like extra stuff for that because the people can just stumble home. Right. You know, I, it would be cool if the way you set it up affected uh, some environmental thing in your game. For the longest time, I had no outhouse. What if that would have affected most people? <laughs> How could you live without an outhouse? Hey, they're outdoors. Oh, that is true. I know they didn't even go into a building. They never seem to go into it, exactly, right? Oh, oh, those tiny flies flying around it. So, yeah, if they could just... Like, I remember the very first time I placed an order for the stone blocks, and, and it got delivered. I thought, oh, great, that means my, my castle's going to get stronger, and mm -hmm. it didn't. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's kind of a bummer. They think they missed a little opportunity there that it could have actually improved your... I think they're missing a lot of opportunities. I think what they're they're banking on these game developers are the the very impatient, I want to, you know, buy Mojo or buy Awe, mm -hmm. and that's what they're counting for for the, you know, it, the games are really cool in the beginning, but any long-term work with the game, it, it just falls flat. Mm -hmm. Well, just think about it. Basically, I paid five bucks for this game. Yeah, you know, and I'm I know there's people who've paid a lot more to get that mojo. Yeah, you know, so basically they're paying ten, twenty, a hundred dollars for the game. I think it was I think it was on the final score where I heard uh, a listener called in to Scott and said that his kid had gotten on his uh, uh, iPad and yeah. bought. I think. I, think it, <laughs> I mean. Oh, yeah. whoops. So keep that password safe. Hello. Yeah. Well, actually, I think I think they called back in or wrote back in and said there is a way that you can restrict that. Yeah. But, Ooh. you know, it's not intuitive. It's not like, oh, I need to go in here and do that. It, it doesn't tell you any of that. Right. So, well, I, I wanted to bring that up because I've been playing Godfinger quite a bit lately, too. And I I've been resisting We Rule because of the experience I've been having with Godfinger. I'm like, okay, is this going to be the same thing? I'm going to just spin my wheels, building yeah. up my castle, well, and not really do me, anything with it? And I, I mean, maybe that's a point, and I just want more from the game. What's yeah, that? for me, there's there's more satisfaction in We Rule than God, in Godfinger, uh, because you can actually move things around, and, you know, there is an expansion when you level up, and you mm -hmm. level up pretty quickly in the beginning. Um but Godfinger's more frustrating for me because every time I come back, I all I do is spend all of my mana uh, refreshing yeah. <laughs> my exhausted people. Yeah. Every time, that's all I do. I put them in the stupid... And you know, the tents are worthless. Let's yeah, no, you gotta get the little... Um, the tents don't really do anything. I, I use the little bars. I don't even do the, the, those. Because uh, then they, they make you money. Yeah. You're refreshing like your you said, the money. Eh. Yeah, I just use the uh, wells. You know, yeah. you plop two people in a well, mm -hmm. you throw some rain on it, and uh, you know, within like uh, three to four minutes, they're back ready to go. Yeah, but so. again, getting back to the point, I'm like, I have all this. I have this great system of how I use my my little followers. Like, I have one half <laughs> of them. One half's working, the other half's refreshing, and then when I go back in, I switch them out. And it's it's very you know I have it down to a little method, but I'm not working towards anything anymore. So I'm like, why? Yeah, that's what kind of sucks when you get to that point that you're like, okay, well I guess I could expand it one more time, but there's nothing else to do beyond that. Yeah. And you know while we were at Nerdtacular, 
um, I was talking to Ice Flow and Cowboy. Mm -hmm. um, they're in our guild, and they were there. And we're talking about re-rule. And I was like, yeah, you know, it takes me so long to go through all my friends and order stuff. Yes, and they're like, yeah, I bet so. And I'm like, yeah, I have three pages. And they're like, oh, geez, <laughs> you're nothing. <laughs> like, they have like 11 pages. He, well, Cowboy, I think, had 20 <laughs> pages. And I'm like... I feel like such a loser no. right now. I've got three pages of friends. Oh my gosh. But I mean, what is he's got a I don't know if he goes through all his friends. I mean, I can't even go through all my friends anymore. No. But it's like twenty pages worth of friends. That's just incredible. Yeah. yeah. So and then other time. people yeah, other people were like, Well, I've got about three pages too. So I was like, Okay, well I don't feel like such a loser anymore. No. <laughs> Not a loser. <laughs> Uh, well, um, I guess we should probably talk about our main game that, uh, so last week we talked about, um, Dead to Rights. Gosh, I'm a little, my, my cold medicine is going to kick in on this episode, I think. Um, I know. So this, this week we decided to, um, discuss Nier, um, and unfortunately, Stephanie, game, yeah. games fly kind of let you down, didn't they? Yeah, I'm I'm seriously canceling Gamefly because Aww. every time I I you know anticipate that they're going to ship it, never ever does. So uh, in, weird. In because... a whole month, I got one game from them, and that was the stupid uh, you know Liberty City Grand Theft Auto thing. And I'm having the exact same. I'm, I'm the exact opposite experience. Yeah, not for me. I've gotten every game that I've put in my queue. Maybe it's maybe it's I'm on a different distribution center from you. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just really horrible. So uh, canceling. Actually, <laughs> they probably have one version, and you guys are on the same distribution place, and <laughs> Nicole is it. getting them all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like too slow. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so tell us about Near. <clears throat> all right, so Near is an action role playing game um, published by Square Enix, I think it is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it was released last month for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. And I guess it says, I'm just reading some of the, the little notes about it. In Japan, two platform versions were named, yeah, I'm not even going to pronounce that, near something <laughs> for the 360, <laughs> and then they had one for the, another one uh, for the PS3. Um, so I was going to say, there's such a heavy Japanese influence feel to this game. It, um, there are times where I think, since I've been watching Mark play Final Fantasy, I think, wow, am I playing Final Fantasy? Because the music sounds like a lot of the music <laughs> in Final Fantasy. Um, of course, I wrote down all my notes in, their other, in the other room. But um, <laughs> I have to say, I'm enjoying this game. I'm, Are you? I am. I like, I like the open world to it. I like that I, I, you know, I like how the controls are feeling to me. I like the, the gameplay. I like the, how it's kind of teaching me all the, the different abilities. Um, the, the, the character that you're playing, so you're, you, you go in. So the first thing that happens when you start this game up is you hear a woman basically cut. I mean, she's, she's yelling at um, someone named Weiss. And you're like, who is Weiss? And then she's Weiss. like, and then Weiss. she's, Weiss, yeah. so, and she cusses. So she has, she drops the F word in 
and you're not even in the game. You just put the game in and you get this little sequence. So if you have little kids around, don't do that. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so this is a mature game. Um, So you name your character. So the the main character goes by whatever name you want to name it. Um, And... Of course, I named my man Neola because <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be. I didn't. I didn't get that, you know. So. Yeah, I named mine Molly. <laughs> All right, so Molly the guy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, so basically, you're the main character of the game, um, and you're trying to find a cure for the Black Scrawl virus, which is infected your daughter, daughter Johanna. Johanna, I think it is. I think so, yeah. Um, and so, and and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Kim, but when you first go into the game, you you're playing the character, and you're in like this area, and you get a preview of all your powers, because he's saying don't touch this book to the little girl, and finally because of the shades, which are the bad guys, which really all they look like are a bunch of paper. Organ. Exactly. That's what I thought. I thought they were books that <laughs> I like too. were all torn up. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. So when you know, I, I saw that this was an RPG, and when it started, I'm like, "Well, this doesn't feel like an RPG." Mm-hmm. You know, this feels like some God of War type. I was going to say something. there were elements of of God yeah. of War feeling in there. Yeah, and and I was leveling like every ten seconds. Yes, and I'm like what what is going on this is like really weird but that's and like the preview like yeah so, it's not even really part of the game it's just like uh, the opening sequence and, and that last boss was pretty hard yeah, i was, was like wow you know i'm learning how to duck and roll pretty good here <laughs> it, it was hard because what what they do and they so they set you up in this one area and it's supposed to be what um 1300 years from now and then once you kind of go through that kind of here's your preview of what's to come, they put you ahead um, another 1,300 years. Which seemed odd to me. It, well, it, it tells me that this is something that um, kind of like Battlestar Galactica, what has happened, will happen again, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Yeah, you know. yeah, I can see So that. it seems like it's one of those kind of cyclical things where – you know, this has happened before, so we're going to be experiencing it again in the future. And so the, the, the character in the future is learning from what has happened in the past, basically. So, and, and how far have you gotten in the story? Oh, um, I'm just doing errands for the, the um, villagers and stuff. You know, honestly, I got really bored with this Did game you? really quick, I'm, and I was like, "I'm, re- I'm really you know, enjoying I just, it. I just don't want to play this." So you, I was like, you, "Okay, you, that you have you have your main kind of quest that you're going forward, which is um, when you Save finally, yeah, when you finally get the book, that's when." all your cool powers come up and that's when all the tutorials happen. There's, there's a lot of time in between that and, you know, when you really start the game. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, and maybe I just didn't give it enough time, but I was, I was like, okay, this is, this is boring. Have you gotten the book yet? 
You got the no, book. No, I haven't even got the book oh, yet. Oh, you haven't even got the book. Well, that's no. what's so great about this because the book is voiced by our friend Liam O'Brien, yes. who does Liam the does Ladies it. of Lee in the intro music. And Ooh. I have to say, I feel kind of, you know, as I'm, and, and there's a little cheekiness to the game too. So there's like things that he'll say to you as you're going through and he just makes you chuckle. And, and it feels like I have a friend going with me along the, my journeys because there's all these oh, quests damn. that you can, and you can pick up, um, just like in Warcraft, you can pick up a quest or you can leave it. So the town folk mm. want you to do certain things and you don't necessarily have to do it, but you get gold and you get experience and there's like all kinds of things that go along with it. Um, but the main objective to this is to find out uh, about the black scroll virus and um, there's a black book and a white book and basically Liam's character his book is the white book and that that is Weiss so Weiss is the voice is is this book that is you know going to teach your character magical spells and all kinds of new skills as you go through the this huge epic world I mean I have a feeling that I'm going to spend a lot of time playing this game. <laughs> so um, you also, in your journey, to kind of find out what's going on, your journey, you're going to different towns, and you come across another character, and it's the girl that you hear in the intro, the potty mouth girl. And the, <laughs> potty so mouth girl. She is, here's what's so funny, she's, she's, in, she's basically in her underwear, so guys will love that. And uh -huh. what I love about this game is that when you, when I hit pause, it said your objective to defeat the girl in her underwear. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that, I mean, so there's like this, like I said, there's this cheekiness to the game that I, I kind of like, I really do. And the music. You know, and maybe, maybe I just didn't, I don't like the art style very much. Yeah. It's not, I, it just felt Blah, blah blah to me yeah. and so that really wasn't my style and I, and maybe I just didn't want to like it I don't know but it was just I felt just like it was just a big weight and mm -hmm. I was just going on and dragging on with it I didn't get that far but I'm gonna have to go until we get to Liam's part at least I was gonna say I would encourage you to at least do that and mm -hmm. And see how you feel because once you start getting the magical powers, then it starts becoming fun because you have this um, magical like shadow spear that you use to you can do a lot of ranged attacks with the book, and and then you can mix them up. And there's one where you have this gigantic fist where you just plumb yeah. along. Oh, I love. And then there's going to be one where the this the. the stuff comes out of the ground and knocks everyone out. I just, I'm looking forward to all those spells. <laughs> yeah. So you got to use all those in that opening sequence yeah. and they were pretty cool. And I, I liked the fighting style. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I just don't know about the rest of it. Yeah. Um, I have to say when I'm fighting, it's very fluid for me. Like I, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not overly like I've already figured out like, uh, a number of different combos and it just was, it felt really easy for me to get into the fighting. Um, unlike some games where I'm like, Oh, you know, like wet, for instance, it was like wonky. <laughs> um, and, and I like, I like the, once you get the book, then 
I don't know if you noticed, you're going to, there's going to be a point where we get a pet and you'll call a pet. <laughs> so there'll be the, cause you go into the book and it says call pet and you, you whistle for it. So there's going to be something with a pet. I feel, um, I haven't gotten to that part. You're collecting herbs, you're collecting ore, you're collecting um, all kinds of stuff like what we do in WoW. And those are then used for quests. And I would encourage if you do start this game, if you see something shining on the ground, pick it up. Because when you get a quest, sometimes that's what they're asking for. And you can turn it in immediately at that point. So there's like all these little things that um, it... it it's a very big game, um, and I'm, but it's like single player WoW to me, you know, kind of. Yeah, I guess what I have so many other games yeah. that I'm playing and I want to play that this one really didn't grab me right away. Sure. So I'm like, okay, I'll just put that away and I'll go on. Plus, I rented it like two weeks ago mm. for three days. Ah. So I think I owe a whole lot of money on this game right oh, now. Girl. <laughs> Oops. The funny thing is, I mean, it's the game itself. I'm looking at kind of the reviews and it's, it, it's, they're saying mixed reviews, which were mixed as well. Um, yeah. I, for me, I'm buying the game. I, I like it. Interesting. So I would, since it is kind of a hot, cold game, I would say rent it. See if you like that if you like it, I would encourage you to at least play to, till you, <laughs> until you meet the girl. Once you meet the girl and if it still isn't kind of feeling, then, I mean, that, that only took me, I think, two hours to do. Okay. Well, your two hours seems to be like my four or five hours. <laughs> you play a lot faster than I do. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm just looking at some of the reviews and some of them say, that uh, it was boring. I, for me, I'm not bored with it. I'm I'm having fun with it. <laughs> wow, so. that's that's weird. Um, how we can have such different well, different experiences with it. I mean, do you typically? Did you like Final Fantasy? I never played Final Fantasy. Hmm. So I don't know. I like other RPGs. I like Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but so you're you're saying skip it right? Um, preliminary, skip it. <laughs> I can see how it would appeal to somebody else that likes the kind of Japanese art style mm -hmm. and maybe, um, likes, I don't know what else they'd like, but I think that was the one thing that really turned me off. I did not like the art style mm -hmm. at all. So first off I was like, I was the main and character it, is kind of ugly. He is really ugly. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh. He's all ripped. He's like, ripped he but then is, man. you look at they, him you're like Ooh. and they have just like made him i mean they could have made him cute you know then yeah. you'd be more sympathetic to him well <laughs> his, little, like, his oh, little girl anywhere i will say his little, his little girl is adorable so <laughs> she is she really is yeah um and it's cute the things that they say you know like when they're loading different chapters and you know she's like um, daddy said he would leave when the snow stops and I hope it never stops. And you're like, Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. But yeah, the little girl is cute and you do want to save her, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's a, it's a rent. See if you me, like it. I think. Yeah. I don't, I didn't hate it. So yeah. I, I mean, plan to spend a lot of time. If you do play the game, it, it is 
I can just, by looking at the book of all the options, because you can even, so as you're killing things, you're, you're, you're getting, um, enchantments for your weapons and your spells. And so you can add certain, they call their words and the words have power for those, for those items. So you can do a bunch of different kind of combinations for your, your spells and your weapons. So I was looking in the book and I'm like, wow, there's going to be a lot that I can do. And I haven't even scratched the surface. (laughs) (laughs) So this game is, is very big. Um, and I expect to put a lot of time into it. And again, you know, I, I've been watching Mark play final fantasy. And to me, this is more free flowing. Like, I don't know. I got, I get the feeling from like a final fantasy, you're, you're kind of on a certain path. (laughs) And you have your characters with you. But here I'm jumping. I'm going over here. I'm picking up that quest. I'm doing over here. You know, I'll go to certain areas and they'll go, uh, you can't go here just yet. But eventually you will be able to. So <laughs> I have a tendency, I don't know if you're the same way, um, to try to do things before the game really wants me to do things. <laughs> so I go into town. I'm like, oh, I can buy pumpkin seeds. I wonder what I'll need those for. Uh, I probably shouldn't buy them just yet. I need to save my money. <laughs> so there's like all these little things that just follow follow the first part of it and then it'll open up and you can do everything that you want to do. So cool. cool. All right. So um, the other game that I got from Gamefly, which uh, I don't even know where to start with this game, is um, Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper. <laughs> and this is um on Which the sounds really doesn't really it sound cool. awesome. I mean, oh my god, this sounds like something I want to play. And the problem that I had with this game is Robert Downey Jr. did such a great job in the movie. I now have associated him to Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and class you know, uh, classic stories of Sherlock Holmes. He's this refined gentleman, you know, yes. and that's how he is in this game. Um, he's a very refined English gentleman. Oh, yeah, because in the books, I mean, I've read every Sherlock Holmes many times, and that's not the way he is in the books. That's, maybe in the movies he is, and the TV, but yeah, he's more like Robert Downey Jr. Is he? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a, you know, heroin addict or opium addict. Opium, he's yeah. He's just a horrible person. He really is. <laughs> and and so this game um, was released at the end of April. Um, so it's on the PC and it's also on the 360. So I picked it up or I rented it on the 360. This is the most boring. You want to talk about boring game? I, I'm I'm not kidding you. I fell. I played this game <laughs> and I fell asleep for like an hour while I was playing the game. No, it was so bad. <laughs> This game is horrible and it's the graphics are crappy the story i mean so what kind uh, of game is it so you you play either sherlock holmes or you play um his assistant watson, watson. Mm-hmm. and you you're investigating the murders which we all you know by the title who is doing the murders <laughs> okay Hmm, i wonder who that could be and so (laughs) it's just a matter of let's go here and you walk down the you know and you're not even really sure where like 
because you're in London, there's nothing that really tells you a certain place because everything looks the same. I mean, it's all like cobblestone and, and so you, you get sent on these like little mini tasks. Like for instance, I had to go and find, I'm, we're trying to investigate and get more information about the murder. So I go to the police station the police state, the, the officer says, Oh, you're Sherlock Holmes. I can hook, I can help you. I can hook you up with these papers, but, but I want you to go get my, um, briefcase that I lost over at this other place. So you go over there and you talk to the, the innkeeper and he's like, Oh yeah, I saw that, but I, I saw somebody else pick it up, but, and I can get that for you, but you need to do this for me, which is get this drunk, um, out of my, uh, hallway here because he's making my tenants upset so then you got to go find the drunk and then you realize the drunk has a niece and then you got to go talk to the niece and i'm like wait a minute what was i my original goal here <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was so tedious and so boring and sherlock holmes would never do that oh my god <laughs> he would no. never um you know bow down to the policeman and and go do something like that for him that's just not in his nature and that then quite pissed me and off. so and then when you finally do get the briefcase back to the police officer he goes oh there's a lock i can't see you oh. open it i'm like oh my <laughs> god and i'm looking at this lock and i'm sorry i had no idea how to open i mean it was not obvious at all what the combination should be and i'm sure it was like a logic puzzle or whatever but by the time i got to that point i was so like brain fried and bored that I was like, I don't care. I just don't care. So I just, I turned <laughs> it off and went to sleep. <laughs> Took some NyQuil. I'm out of here. It was so bad. It was horrible. And of course, yeah, you know, they do show, so they do a cut scene of Jack the Ripper killing a girl. Um, and she's like, Hey there. Um, and of course she's a hooker or whatever. And, and, he just grabs her by the mouth and you only see her face and you hear like gushy sounds and that's it. And I'm like, what is going on with this game? <laughs> it's horrible. Horrible. Don't rent it. Skip it. It's terrible. Skip it. I'll take your word for that. Cause it does sound pretty horrible. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, um, is there anything else that you guys have been playing? That well, I was I played Portal. To, everyone talking about Portal being um, free mm. right now because mm -hmm. Steam launched on the the Mac. Right. I was like, man, I want to get that out. So I got out my Portal and was was playing that. Um, and I just love that game. It's just yeah. so relaxing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's there's no pressure, no nothing. So you can just sit there and you know wander through it and. <laughs> You know, you already know really all the tricks, so it's mm -hmm. not a big deal. But if if you don't have Portal, go out. Um, I think it's free to play until May twenty fourth. Oh, that's great! Uh, off of Steam, so go out and play it. It is it is such a fun game. It's it's yeah. a quick game too. It you can you could actually beat it in like two hours, no problem. Oh, that's cool. Did you guys happen to um, get in on the? Um... I guess it was the five pack of the independent games like World of Goo that was going mm -hmm. on for the charity. 
No, I meant I meant to get that, and I thought it was going on longer. No, um, they only had it going on for like a week, and yeah. of course, I'm blanking on what the name of the whole charity event was. But it was really cool. I ended up buying the five games, and you named your price. And the you, child's play charity. Yeah, so there was a there was a child's play charity, and there was a I can't yeah, remember that's... the other charity. But you could decide if your money went to all of it went to the developers. Or if it was split, or you could do like a custom. So like if you wanted to give $2 to Child's Play and the rest to the developers or whatever. However you wanted to split your your money. And again, you could have just given a dollar, which I didn't. I, I ended up, I think I paid $40 and I gave it all to de the developers. Um, and it just, it was such a cool idea. And now I have yeah, like that, a bunch of games. Yeah, that is really a cool idea. I mean, because some of those games were free. I mean, you could go get those games free any place else, mm -hmm. too. You know, you, you might have to look for them, but you can get them free. Um, and so it's cool that they do that. And it's probably cool. I, I imagine there's quite a few people who actually donate money mm -hmm. to it. I mean, I, I would have if it would have gone on longer. Yeah. So Mary Van, thank you. The Humble Indie Bundle was the name of the, the charity event. And I know that they extended it for, um, when I found out about it, they had just extended it for another day. I'm like, Ooh, good. So I went ahead and I tweeted <laughs> about it. It was, it was really cool, cool thing. So, um, I don't think it's going on anymore, but it, I, I'm curious to find out how well it turned out for them. Um, because I could see them doing something like that in the future. So, yeah, I wonder if they're going to let anybody know. Because that would be cool. I would like to see that too. Yep, it's over. Yeah, and they, they had extended it. That's really cool. All right. So um, shall we move on to news and uh, events? Sure. Move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I don't know if you, you follow G4, uh, but I wanted to bring this up because apparently G4 – is looking for a booth babe. <laughs> no, that was something you searched oh, for. That that plays games. They that don't play, want just the, they don't yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see uh <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah they are looking for a, a booth babe for E3. Um and you can submit your video and they are looking for a rare combination of hotness and legitimate gaming credibility. So, <laughs> well, that's us. I, no, I don't know why no, that might be you. That's not me. Say, that hey, is not guys. me at all. I could oh, no way. What? A, no. You're hot. <laughs> no. I don't know. Ralph. Ralph is pretty hot. Yeah, Ralph. Could I could see Ralph do that. Too. We should submit a video of Ralph. You know, torn in his in his loincloth. Oh my god! Or <laughs> I mean, farmer's not. outfit. Oh yeah, hey, that farmer's outfit, hot. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. Seriously. So <laughs> it is um, going on. You can submit your video. We'll put a link if you really are interested. In, if you want to go to E3, I mean, I, it's a way to kind of get your name out there. If you're looking to be part of the industry, maybe, and you're really a good gamer girl i don't know i on one hand i think oh this is you know some possibilities on the other hand i'm like oh, it's a booth babe 
<laughs> yeah, I, yeah, booth babes. It, I don't like the know. term. I, I mean, no. just the fact that they called it booth babe makes me go, I hate you, E3. Or not, yeah. uh, G4. Well, it makes them sound less legitimate, yes. you know, because a booth babe is not somebody who ever has experience in whatever exactly. um, that person at that conference is trying to sell or to, you know, get so noticed. So if you're a legitimate They're girl gamer, yeah, if you're a legitimate girl gamer, you wouldn't be a booth babe. You would actually know your industry. You know, you know. Exactly. You know what this is? I think this is somebody who would like to be on G4 and they're a gamer, so you know Maybe they would try to get in. try sure. to get in this way. I I could definitely see that, um, and that would be cool if I were you know like twenty five and <laughs> I know. was hot and a gamer. You know I might do that if I wanted to get into the business. Yeah, so you basically but have to I'm do not. a video, um, and submit <laughs> it to to G four. So, okay, so I'm, reading the, I'm reading the official rules here. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is hysterical. Listen to this. <clears throat> In the first round, a sponsor-selected panel will rate each video submitted uh, only one minute <laughs> based one minute. on the following. Sexiness, 25%. Likeability slash sense of humor, 25%. Gaming knowledge, 25%. Presentation and articulation, 15%. And originality, 10%. What? The sponsor will then top, select between top 5 to 20 contestants with the highest rated videos, because the people who watch G4 are going to vote on them, mm. to move on to the second round. Uh -huh. <laughs> In the case of a tie, the contestant with the highest rating for sexiness will be declared the higher score. I'm not surprised. What? Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> I mean, that's what booth are. I know. You know they're, they're, eye candy. they're eye candy. That's all they are. <laughs> I, I I'm almost lost for words. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, you got until the nineteenth if you're interested. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not. I, here's the thing: if any of the girls that are listening right now are like, "Hey, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it," and go for it. If you if you're looking to get into the industry and make some contacts, this is a great way to probably do that mm -hmm. potentially. Just know that you're putting yourself out there to. Totally be ripped apart. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, well, and, and when you go to conferences, nobody looks at the booth babe and says, hey, you know what you're talking about. Th that's you. Yeah, yeah, really. No, they, they look at them. So, you know, it, it would be probably a, a foot in the door. Yeah. But that's about all. Yeah. So, I don't know. I have mixed things about mixed emotions about this <laughs> evening gown because i, I want to see girls get more involved but i don't like the kind of objectifying yeah language that this is basically prepping it and setting it up to be which kind of sucks <laughs> i want to see a booth dude give me there a booth dude Ooh, I, wanna, I like that just his, and uh evaluate his sexiness Mm -hmm. Yes. With banana hammock. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, rub your belly. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. All right, moving on. <laughs> I would not want to watch those videos. 
No. All right. So we, we didn't mention this on the show, but it, it the announcement came out about StarCraft coming out, and there's going to be a collector's edition. Um, and uh, Kim, what's I didn't have a chance to, uh, to watch the video. Um, it's Is, the little, that's the pet that you get in the StarCraft oh. thing. And um, it is a little Murloc dude in a StarCraft suit. I don't know what it's called because I don't play StarCraft. So Didn't I don't they know. give that out for BlizzCon? Yeah, it's, it's a different. different. Oh, it's oh, different. Thor. Oh, it's a different. Thor as a uh... pet, a mini Thor. And I don't like the look of it. And I wouldn't because I don't like the one from BlizzCon either. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of stupid. And this is the same <laughs> way. I'm like, God, I really love non-combat pets. But I don't like this one. Well, so. and so when 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 does StarCraft uh, co- collectors and the whole I guess the whole game come out July? I thought it was June. June. So I'm sure chat room. July twenty seventh. Oh, July twenty seventh. Thank you, Ice Worm. Um, so <laughs> chat and, room. We got a chat room. <laughs> and so awesome. the um so the collector's edition isn't it like a hundred bucks too? Yeah, yes, it's, it's expensive. Remember what's all in it, but I mean, normally Blizzard comes out with really good collectors editions. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I don't have the original. I have the other two, and you know the books, the DVDs, the soundtrack, um, of course, little pets. It's all really cool. The stuff you get in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I don't play StarCraft, and I'll probably get it anyway. <laughs> I probably will too. I, I wow. <laughs> probably i spend money on stupid stuff um and i'll probably play starcraft just to play it just so i can see what all the hype's about i didn't play the beta because i didn't want to waste my time but oh well that's kind of stupid isn't it i didn't play the beta i didn't i, I didn't want to waste my time but i'll go and spend a hundred dollars on the game i'll play uh, i mean <laughs> i will i would too because i want to play the single campaign through yeah I, and... that's what i like and then once I'm comfortable with everything and actually know what everything does, then I'll I'll do multiplayer, which is how I play all games pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah I always go through the campaign before I go into the multiplayer because I did that I with um, Bad yeah. Company too. So, <clears throat> so um, speaking, um, I, oh, go ahead. If you like StarCraft, you get that cool, cool little pet if you want it. Yeah, you get that little uh, flash drive that's shaped like uh, dog tags. How big is it? Two gigs. Two gig. They need to make those bigger. Bigger, exactly. I mean... I've had a 16 for a long time now. Yeah. <laughs> you need to go bigger than two. I've kind of been <laughs> stuck at two. It seems like they got to... Everyone it gets the two, and it's like, oh, here's your flash drive. It's like, I'll throw it in the the uh, drawer with my other ones that I never use. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, I forgot to mention... I had said that I had finished Bad Company 2. I just want to say that was an awesome game. Oh, nice. I loved that game. It was very, um, the character development was so great. They had so, there was so much. I just really, really enjoyed the single campaign. I will say it was hard. Like, you really, there's there's a lot of, like, I died quite a bit, but I really, I didn't mind it. (laughs) Because... It wasn't like it was frustrating hard. It was more strategic hard in the sense that when you got to a new area, you had to like figure out how to use the three guys that you were with and then everything around you because you could blow stuff up and 
And I got down to um, kind of a systematic. I had my semi-automatic rifle, and then I had a sniper gun. And I'd switch between the, those two. And I just had a great time with that game. And I just want to, if anybody's just even thinking about picking that up, I'm highly recommending it if you're into shooter games. Nice. So it was it was really good. And the multiplayer is really good, too. So the multiplayer is really well done. I was playing um, that the other day, too. So I digress. I forgot to mention Bad Company, too, when we were talking about it. <laughs> since that was the game I finished while I was sick. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Stephanie, you have a, a story. Um, Sony sells 13 million PS3 units. Yeah. They announced that, you know, they what? announced their, yeah. They announced their their sales, thirteen million. But the, the the trick to that, and this was that was the target that they were shooting for. They wanted to sell thirteen million, and they're happy about that. But the side note that they try and slide under the rug is once again they've lost hundreds of millions of dollars. Four hundred and fifty-four million. Four hundred and fifty-four million dollars. If you cap that off with the previous year, which was one billion dollars loss. Yeah, even though the PS3 is very expensive, the games are very expensive, they're actually losing money for every unit that they manufacture. Uh, it costs so much money well, to make. And it, they're really hard to find right now. Yes. So, they're, yeah. When I went out to buy mine, everybody was sold out. Yeah. So what is what is going <laughs> on with that? I mean, does it say, like, why they're down even though they're selling them like crazy it, it, no it literally every time sony makes a ps3 they lose money wow because they've dropped the price so much that it actually costs more to manufacture it than the for what they're selling it so for. you're getting a really good deal <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then of course tied into the into the story was the fact that uh video game sales in april were down so much that it had some analysts worried but uh, I just got to say, look at what was out in April. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> well, that that actually kind of segues into the next story I have that I found um, from uh, industrygamers.com talking about how game developers are, specifically Electronic Arts, is going to be launching a new one-time registration program to enhance the sale of new games while offering the pass with used games for $10. Really? So what that means is the gaming manufacturers are not happy with the resale industry. Oh, sure. So, cause they're not making any money. <laughs> That's right. I mean, once you, once That's been a long debate, that's been a long debate. So what EA is going to try to do is basically make you pay for the online portion of the game multiple times. So let's say I buy a game, you know, Tiger Woods Golf, whatever, and I I I pay for that game and I get the code to to play the online portion of that game. I then sell that game. If you, Stephanie, buy that game, you then now have to pay $10 to access that additional content. <laughs> so what this better force is places like GameStop, um, they need to reduce the price yeah. by $10 and then sell you the card. They won't do so, that. No. Yeah. I mean, that's that. if they did that, it would be like no big deal. But yeah, they're not going to do that. So. This is going to end up costing the consumer 
a whole lot of money. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, what, but here's the thing. I paid the company the 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 fee. So mm-hmm. if I sell the game, I'm no longer taking up that slot. You know, I'm not using that content anymore. I've 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 transferred my rights to whoever's going to buy that game from me or give it mm-hmm. or give it to them or whatever. Um it's just I don't know if this will be something that they all decide to try to do for like this online pass. Um I purchased Bad Company 2 through Gamefly. Okay. And in that and for the online content, they had this VIP code. And the VIP code gave me exclusive downloadable content. It gave me new, you know, better um, weapons. And somebody used that code. I'm like, what the hell? What? (laughs) You're kidding. So Gamefly, for whatever, you know, I don't know what they did with the codes or how, what their practices are, but somebody used my code from a game that was supposed to be because they don't when you order the game through Gamefly you only get the disc you don't get the case and you don't get the manual so when I when I bought the game they sent me the case that had the manual that had you know everything that was in that game as if you bought it from the store so including that VIP code and somebody used it and I just thought that was such crap and you can't prove that it wasn't you exactly and they were they were saying something about that that they have a plan for like the rentals like I just go down to my corner store down here and rent it that they'll have a um, a temporary code mm-hmm. that you can use for in in those type of situations. I, and isn't like Mass Effect already doing this? Are they? Um, it wouldn't surprise. Yeah, I thought me. Mass Effect Two already was in this situation well it's we're gonna see i think more micro payments cropping up in consoles because i i meant to mention this uh, a couple episodes ago i went into the playstation store and i started looking around at some of the add-ons and for dante's inferno you could purchase souls and the souls were the currency to get weapon upgrades within the game so for four four ninety nine, you could buy <laughs> five hundred souls to use in Dante's Inferno. Ugh. I've never seen that, that before in a game. That just yeah. seems like cheating. It does. You know? <laughs> it really does. It, well, it seems like cheat codes, you know, yeah, or buying gold and wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem right. I mean, it takes away. From, I mean, it's not hurting anyone else. But it, it takes away from the um, I, but involvement. But I, I guess, you know, if you want to, however you want to play, you play. But still, yeah. I mean, I just thought it was, it's interesting to see the console game developers um, expanding out these kind of micropayment ways to try to get just a little bit more from you. Well, but when they're already I mean, charging you 60 to $70 for a game. Right. Yeah. I don't think that they're, they're trying to come up with new ways to get revenue streams. Um, I'm not sure if they've found their niche yet. And I think that's what they're trying to do with this EA sports games. Um, they're trying to recover some of those lost, that lost money, yeah. but I'm not but sure is if this it really is the way lo- to go. Is it really lost if they've already gotten their initial payment of what they set forth on the price of that game? Well, what they're saying is that, um, that person who bought it used, if it wasn't out there to buy again, they would have went and bought it um, new, and the money would have gone to EA, not to GameStop. 
So this is a way for them just to get a little bit of money from someone who otherwise would have bought it from them um, if they didn't buy it used. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No. Not I mean, that I agree with it. I yeah, that's what I, yeah. Doing. <laughs> I mean, uh, I okay. If I buy a car and I sell the car, I'm sorry, but Ford, Chevy, Toyota—they don't get a cut. Exactly. Of me selling the car again. I'm sorry. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I mean it. the same thing. Hands off with a book or use book or use CD yeah. or you know any of these markets could try to. I don't know. It sounds like the game developers are just being babies. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's, like yeah. the, it's like the people with books. I mean, even loaning out books, you know, the electronic books. I I'm I love to read and I used to me and my friend used to trade books all the time but we can't do that any longer because I just don't buy paper yeah. books anymore. Right. Um and there's there's no way to really recoup, you know, you're just going to start spending more and more money and I think that's what the um game industry wants you to do is get to the point like electronic books where mm-hmm. yeah, you just can't do it. So not that I mean these are going to be going away one day anyway when we're all you know completely online and we don't have discs anymore right well one of the things that I did last night um, is so the house that we now live in is much smaller than our older house and we don't have really anywhere to put all of our DVDs Um, so we have like for whatever reason we were on a DVD kick when we were younger and so Mark and I, we have this collection of just hundreds of DVDs that we've never watched. So um, are you guys familiar with a website called Half.com? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's owned by eBay. But what it allows you to do is actually just put in a flat price. It's like a, it's like an auction house. So like a wow auction house. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you can basically... You He's just, auctioneer. It's awesome. I love it. So... Um, to try to kind of declutter everything, I went through and I put, put um, not only my DVDs up, but games that I've just been holding on to that I was going to trade into GameStop and get like $3 for, mm-hmm. I'm getting like 20 bucks for. Sure. And so I'm like, why didn't I do I mean, I've done this in the past. Why didn't I go back to do this with my games? But it, I think it was just out of laziness. I was taking them into GameStop to, you know, let them make a ton of money on a game that I'm basically giving away. Oh, it's so convenient. I mean, it really is. But that I will, I, I just want to say if, if you're, if you buy your games and you're selling them to GameStop, if you're, and you're doing a lot of buying a lot of games, it would do you well to look at half.com. Cause even if you price your game, the lowest price, you're still going to get more from that. Plus, they give you, you they pay for the shipping. They reimburse you the the shipping, mm-hmm. and they take a small commission. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Wow! It's a good setup. And so, that like for cool. instance, my uh, Resistance Two, I just sold it for twenty bucks, and they paid for the shipping. So, I I only need to pack it up and send it out, and I think they took like maybe fifteen percent. So like a dollar fifty or something. So what do they just give you a code um, for shipping? You take it someplace or no, no, no. You pay for it, but they you reimburse pay... you. Oh, so, okay. So like, and it's all media mail, so it's like a dollar something to ship. 
Right. But you it's... know the problem with that is that I would be so lazy that you know someone would buy it and then I'd be like you know you have ten to... weeks later yeah you oh, have to, to you have to <laughs> ship it out I mean and there's yeah, actually exactly. there's a process where you go through and you say you print print the shipping label and then you print the um you can go through PayPal to print the actual postage and then you say whether or not you've shipped it out. So they have a whole flow for that to keep that's you on task. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, when I, when I wanted to do the uh, dual boxing thing, their recruiter friend for mm-hmm. a while, I went to half.com and bought the original uh, World of Warcraft $2. You went to half.com. See, I thought you went to eBay. I don't know why I didn't check half.com. Yeah. Because for I whatever it for reason, $2. eBay is, it always seems like it's marked up more than yes. on half.com. Yes. eBay it really is. Yeah. What I bought from eBay was the time card. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> the game, the in-game card. How much so, was yeah. the time card? Uh, it was twenty-two dollars for two months. Two months. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, reasonable. Yeah, so, absolutely. When when it's normally twenty-nine dollars, twenty-two bucks, yeah. not bad. So I f- I thought that was kind of fitting to talk a little bit about you know reselling yeah. your games because absolutely. I think most people just think oh you know I'll just take them back into GameStop but. Ew. You get so little from you there. Do. I mean, it's it's worth your time to, to sell so them on half. Easy. I mean, seriously, I think that's why most people do it. It's because it's yeah. just so easy. You yeah. can just go in there, put it down. Five minutes later, you're out the door with either new games or cash in your pocket, <laughs> which never, never get the cash. Never get the cash. Yeah, that's Always true. Get a game card. <laughs> All right. So before we move on to WoW Talk, I just wanted to to mention. So we've been doing Ladies Elite for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. Was it September of last year when we started? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we started, yeah. there was, I think, maybe one other Girl Gamer podcast. It was Girl Gamer Radio, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, there's been a number of, of new podcasts coming out. And I just wanted to take a moment to, like, let people know about them and if they've we've probably already heard of them. So I saw that IGN just recently came out with a new um, podcast called Girl Fight. And it's, um, I guess, the the women editors on IGN talking about games. I thought that was kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they I think what they bring is a different perspective because they all they're inside. are. Um, yeah, they're inside it and right. – um, they they have a whole different view on these games, and plus they um, talk to people all around them all the time yeah. about. And they these go games. to the conferences. They go to E3. They they're they're there yeah. in the industry. Um, <clears throat> Pink and Deadly, which I just happened to ca- uh, come across, um, and the one of the main hosts, she works. I she works at a, a game uh, company. I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was, I thought it was Ubisoft. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but they're, they're a girl gamer podcast as well as the most popular girls you know. So I thought that was us. <laughs> yeah, duh. So, and, and they're, um, and the, that podcast is more, they talk about games, but they also talk a lot, a lot about other kind of nerdy stuff uh, beyond games. So just wanted to kind of, Shed a few light, a light on some of the other girls doing some podcasts out yeah. there. If you're cool. uh, into listening to ladies talk about geeky stuff. Um, so moving on to World of Warcraft. Um, <laughs> have you guys, have you both done the Refer Friend? I have, yes. I did too. Not 
yet. <laughs> I started it. But you're on your way, right, Kim? I am. Um, Ralph and me are either going to do it together or mm-hmm. I'm going to do it on my own. And I'm a little nervous about that dual boxing thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I am normally super awesome at multitasking. That's what I do all day for my job. I, mm-hmm. I can't just watch TV. I have to be doing something at the same time. I'm always constantly doing something. But when I'm playing WoW, Oh my gosh, I like have to concentrate on it for some reason. So I'm like really scared with this. But Ava, one of the um awesome holy guys. Pally. Yes. Holy Pally. Yes, yes. Our our wonderful healer along mm-hmm. with um Nicole. <laughs> he's given me all kinds of hints and stuff and um Does he so do does he do uh multi boxing? Yeah, he does. I didn't know that. And yes, he's he gonna does start his another one with us. Very yeah. Cool. So um we're we're going to do it. Tiny Toot, who is our one of our tanks, is going to mm-hmm. do it. Nice. Um, I think I think Gristle and Second are both going to do it too. So we're going to have like this. Our whole ten man raid is going to be <laughs> nice. box pretty soon. <laughs> That's awesome. Right, well, here, here's my personal little tips because um, I've done dual boxing both on separate machines and on the same machine. Um, and if you do it on the same machine, I know there are programs that you can bind the keys to the two tunes together but these are just basic tips um you're gonna want to have one of the tunes obviously the they call it the veteran um which is obviously the 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 tune that's older uh higher level uh be the one that's doing the initial pulling and your second tune will be the one who picks up everything so you can auto pass all the loot to your second tune right so you don't Mm -hmm. have to sit there and have to pick up the stuff pick up the stuff pick up the stuff and always make sure that person has full bags because you don't want to run out of stuff. <laughs> I, I used to have that happen all the time. Oh, your inventory is full. Ah, man. And then you got to run back and sell everything. So, yeah, just make sure your your guy has the biggest bags you can possibly have and you'll be fine. Well, I'm just amazed because um, we've got um, Jeppy in our um, chat room right now. And I think he's got like... 12 accounts or some Ooh. crazy thing like that so amazing i'm i'm gonna have to pick his brain as well because <laughs> yeah i'm a little nervous about this i was like oh my god how can i do this and now i've got to figure out do i do it on two machines or right. one machine or you know i mean i've got like four computers sitting here so <laughs> i've got i've got different things i can do so right exactly just find which which feels more comfortable to you i think what yeah. i'm going to do is actually um give my account to turfster and see if he wants to play on either earthen ring with us oh nice because i asked him i said hey would you like to play on uh, yeah, er with us and he's like yeah he's like he's going th- he's doing his class project right now he, but he said as soon as i'm done with that i'll <laughs> hop on it so yep that's what i'm planning on doing with that account all right all right, so let's see. What else do we got going on in WoW? Kim? Oh, yeah, Kim, you you started a, a tune, right, on a PvP Yeah, I oh, did. Oh, you did a PvP I did. server. Well, <laughs> not by choice, but um, <laughs> the, the Bind Down Equip podcast, yeah. which is led by the beautiful and very talented Tempest, um, and she's also the co-host of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a guild called Pants on Head, and it's on the Jubilos, I think that's how you say it, server. And it's an oceanic server, so it's like in some other future land. Um, 
And so I, I just started one over there so I could hang out with those oh, guys. That's cool. And, um, <laughs> but it is a PVP server and I am like, are a... they protecting you? Holy crap. Well, I haven't got out of the starting zone yet. Oh, okay. and I'm yeah. like, I'm like scared to death to, you know, walk over there and I'll be like, ah, dead, ah, dead, ah, dead, you know? So, well, I, I did that with, I don't um, know if I'll be the starting zone at all. I did <laughs> that right? with Starman. I, I had um, gone on a server that was PVP to play with Starman. And I was just so, I was just thinking that I was going to get ganked everywhere I went. And it wasn't like that. Right. So. It, it, I was on a PVP not. server very briefly. Uh, until 26. That was as far as I could. Because if you remember, 26 is Hillsbrad. Yeah. That's Terran Mill. And what's that right next to? Uh, South Shore. Shore. South Shore. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. soon as we got into that area, it became a living nightmare. Oh. Because I, you literally could not get anything done. They were... I, I had a... Uh, I had, an, uh, at the time, a 70 Hunter and a 70 Shadow Priest literally just sitting there. They weren't even moving. They were just, you know... <laughs> Picking us off without even breaking a sweat. That like, stinks. Guys, we're just trying to get our stuff done here. <laughs> Can you leave us alone? No, they couldn't. So I was like, "Whoop, I'm done." And then, yeah, I got to say though, it, you know, we're we're all in AIE, which is an enormous guild. Yes. Um, you know, our our guild chat goes by so fast that some of the times you can't even read it. I had um, to say, I had actually put it in another tab. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's yeah. yeah, that's what I do. And I, you know, being an officer, you kind of have to like pay attention sometimes. Right. Most of the time I don't though. Um, <laughs> but being in the Pants on Hill Head Guild, it's like this little family Aww. and it's so much fun and it's it's like a breath of fresh air. You know, it really is. It's um I love AIE and I love all the people there. But it's kind of nice to take a break and go someplace a little bit quieter oh, sometimes. Cool. It's like, you know, your little time out. And sure. plus, they got the coolest people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and since um, Tempest, is that how you say her name? Tempest? Uh-huh. Tempest. Since she is a lady of elite, we're going to have her on the show. Hopefully, hopefully the next one, I think. But she's yes, in Australia, yeah, so the timing is um, we might record a little bit earlier than we normally do to make sure. Yeah, she's in the future. Yeah. <laughs> she's in the future. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, right. you, you guys do need to listen to that podcast, though, Bind on Equip. It's a, a WoW podcast, and they are just hilarious. Um, her co-host, Wim and Witch, are there, and they are so funny. I, I feel bad, because uh, is it Wim? He's he's wanting mm-hmm. to be on the show, but he's like, I'm not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, we've had guys on the show before, yeah, but we have, to have, yeah. we have to have the ladies on first. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told him, you know, if he puts on a bra, he can come on. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> and send us a picture of it. You can't just put it on and then take it off. It's got to be, you know, picture uh, time. <laughs> so um, the Battle.net uh, and Facebook integration, have you done any of this? I have not. Um, I talked with, with Link Theris, though, today, who who's done it in the starcraft thing and it says it's pretty cool so what, it, what um, is it yeah. exactly because I've, i mean I've, I've heard about it and i'm kind of but i haven't actually seen it so basically it's like steam you know where you have an im client 
it's it's basically an I am client and they have what's called a real ID and that real ID is part of your Battle.net account okay. and then it also has this Facebook integration which I don't really understand that yet so I love the idea that you can have this real ID and you can do this I am type client and see what your friends are playing and things like that hmm. because I, I do that right now I have Raptor and I have all my IMs, my Google, my AIM, my Yahoo, all in one. I can see when my friends come on and off. Um, but the thing I don't like is it's tied to your battle.net, which is your email address. Yeah. So I'm like, I yeah. I don't want to share that with yeah. the world. Right. You know, so pff, I, I don't know Spammers if I'm going to. unite. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Lang did say there are certain um, permissions that you can give your friends versus contacts versus yeah. nobody. Um, but then that Facebook thing right now, I hate Facebook and I've like shut down my Facebook. I to think like everybody's hating Facebook. Facebook right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so why would they do that with Facebook? I don't understand that at all. So it's the, I'm it's the of, big uh, buzz. It's, it's what you do. If you're a company, every company is like, Oh, what's fa well, We got to do Facebook. Got to do it. Social networking. Yeah. And it's the, it's the easiest barrier uh or the lowest entry to barrier or whatever i'm sorry i'm totally sick here um but <laughs> the idea is that pretty much anybody can set up a facebook page you don't need to be a programmer you don't need to know html you, you just do it so these companies are are trying to to get into social networking and facebook is the first and biggest right so right yeah, yeah and uh, you know, it's a a place that anybody can get into. I mean, my like ninety five year old aunt, yeah. great aunt, is on Facebook. I'm still and... amazed at the reach of that thing. I'm getting weird. I, I mean, I'm right there with you that I I'm at I'm at the point where I want to kill my account because I'm getting Facebook guilt. Yes, you know. Yeah, me, because. Me too. I don't necessarily want to friend everybody. I actually want to make it meaningful. Um, if you've asked to be my friend and I don't know you, I, I hate to say it, I typically ignore people. I've even gone through and just emptied out. I mean, I don't know these people. So, and that's why I, I, it sounds so silly, but I created like a public figure page. I'm like, I just don't know what to do. I'm at a point so we where- we like Nicole. <laughs> it's so right. silly, it's so silly. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> um, but I mean, I can understand, but there's just, Facebook is changing their mind about privacy too often and too much. Oh, yeah. And it's just confusing people. And if it confuses someone like us, it's confusing my mom. It's, I mean, it's just, it's not fair to do that to your end users. So no, that's why I think not. a lot of people are just kind of poo-pooing on Facebook right now because they're really doing some really crappy stuff to to its end users. So yeah. excited about Battle.net and the Real ID. Not excited about the Facebook, yeah. and we'll have to see about the whole sharing your email address yeah. with people. I'll, um, I'll try it out and see. Since my Facebook is useless anyway anymore. Yeah, so is mine now. I've it's I, I think you can see my name and my picture and that's about it. I haven't shared anything else anymore. So, so Steph, you have an interesting comment on the spreadsheet. I'm curious about what spurred this on. <laughs> well, okay, so in the past we talked about, you know, the the uh, classes that we play. Yes. You know, the classes that we like. 
And it got me thinking the other day about the one class that I have, some people would call irrational, but it's not irrational to me. <laughs> I have a loathing for, and, and that I'm sorry to say is a death knight. <laughs> when I see a death knight, um, I have an instant dislike for them. And if you play a Death Knight, I have to know you to like you. You hate Hakito. I will, I will immediately not like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it started with you know the fact that when the Death Knights came out, they were extraordinarily overpowered. I mean, really, even as a quote unquote hero yeah. class, they were just way overpowered. And for me personally, when they came out, I was still playing my Druid tank, and. They, in my mind, took over the Druid tank spot mm. for tanking. Um, if you look at the... Okay, so when, uh, when Wrath of the Lich King first came out, uh, you know, Nax was the original dungeon that everyone went to. And there were some Druid upgrades in there. There was particularly some staffs in Right Knight. But I went from 70 to 80 on my Druid, replacing just one item. One. And that was a ring. So I was feeling pretty disappointed by the time I hit 80 and I was like, where's the gear for me? And so you get some things from Nax and then the next thing that comes out and very little in uh, gear wise, just a staff. And then uh, Ultwar comes out and nothing, no staff upgrade, no gear, no, no gear that's going to drop for a, a Druid tank. And that's when I started feeling really resentful because mm -hmm. I'm sitting there playing these tunes and all I'm watching is plate drop. Plate, 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 plate. Yeah. And it's like all they wanted to do was gear up the tanks, but in their mind, tank meant plate wear. Yeah. And, and we had to, you know, if you were a Druid tank, you had to fight for the neck pieces and the rings and that was pretty much it. If you're a Druid tank, right now what you're wearing is tier pieces or crafted items. Mm. And and to me, that's it. Just felt like like Blizzard has turned their back on the Druid tank and said we don't want them to be tanks anymore. They want because, to be healers or yeah, DPS. be something else. Because there's really four different things you can be. You can be the kitty. You can be the tree. You can be the um, th you know, the thunder chicken, or you can be the tank. And they don't. They just decided that that was too many. And I think they just killed off the Druid tank. They won't say it, right? But it's obvious when you look at the drops. There's nothing there. Yeah. If, if I was going to try and gear up just by running instances, I would get nothing. Mm. Literally nothing. And that was very, very disappointing to me. And in my mind, I blamed the You're death like, knights. death knights. Yeah, it's like you guys pushed us out. And, and now <laughs> they want them to be the tanks. And, and, uh, so I'm sorry to say, I don't Damn like you. <laughs> Do you have a death knight? I have two. You and have I two death knights? I don't level them at all. Yeah. I have a there. death knight. She's, uh, she's stuck at 60. Yeah. And she's somewhere in Undercity, I think. I just, yeah. So, you know, when I'm playing PvP, the the class I hate the most, Rogue, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Me too. I, 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 oh, so I know. <laughs> I've actually thought about leveling a Rogue, though, just so I can get an, uh, right. a better understanding you know, for him. I tried 35 and I couldn't get any more and I deleted it. <laughs> it was just not the classroom. I just couldn't wrap my head around... You know, the different speeds of the weapon and the, mm -hmm. and the offhand had to be a different speed versus the main hand weapon and, you know, uh, combat versus assassination versus, yeah, that I was, I could not wrap my head around it. Yeah. So more power to the people who play rogues because they are a dying breed. I mean, seriously, how many rogues do we see playing still? Mm -hmm. I think Tempest actually, her main <laughs> is a, is a rogue. 
That's oh, awesome. is it? Yeah. <laughs> Which but we, is, yeah, it amazes in our me group, in our 10 man, zero. But here's no the thing. Risk. Just because we're saying uh, Death Knights, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't no, no, like, no, you don't like the person. So... I mean, it's well, not anything It personal. also happens that oh, when people. I see a Death Knight tank, <laughs> when this first came out, when they first came out and they were tanks, they were um, not playing the way a traditional tank would right they would just run in grab everything expect you to heal them and just keep on going <laughs> hey, that <laughs> does was, sound like hakito no. <laughs> there was no I'm there kidding. was no um thought process yeah tanking it was just uh i have all these tricks up my sleeve yeah. i can survive so you better brute force kind of thing yeah it was yeah. just it was essentially the like they the joke is you can face roll a, a death knight you know just roll your face across the keyboard <laughs> and you know <laughs> magically you'll survive and blah 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 so there was it didn't seem like there was much thought process behind the tank i don't so. necessarily hate any class or, or i hate strong word i dislike except <laughs> for the i mean only because i've just had some personal negative experiences with rogues yeah. yes and I, and, but here's the thing one <laughs> yes. of my most positive experiences with a rogue was in my first guild ever and he was awesome and his name was uh insomniac and he was so helpful and he was kind of you know punchy at times but he was he was awesome so that and that was my first experience with a rogue so um and then you when you saw other ones you kind of thought they'd be the same way yeah, right yeah and that wasn't the and case and then they were, yeah they were. <laughs> it wasn't so much wasn't so much the case but, but yeah, in a battleground, forget it. Rogues. Oh, yeah. oh I hate rogues. In the just I hate when they double like two of them and they like sneak up and they're like, gee, 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 gee. Like, oh, I can't even like do hammer of justice yeah, I can't on you. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate battlegrounds anyway because I suck at PvP. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and I hate death knights in PvP too because they're always like, hey, come here. And you're like, yeah. damn you. Yeah, when I was when I was leveling uh, Neola, I was I took who did, I took um, Tom Merritt into a battleground for the first time, and uh, when <laughs> he, he's like, and he's a, he's, a, it was? he's a mage, and it was um, it was AB, so Arathi oh. Basin, right. and he's like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like. Just get if if somebody is taking our flag, kill them, right. and then stand at the flag to capture the flag. And he's like, "I'm dying a lot." I'm like, "Well, you're squishy. You're going to." Yeah, it's, that's pretty much given. <laughs> well, and if you're not, if you're a mage who isn't specced for the quick, yeah. um, the quick spells, right. you're going to die quick. Well, in, and in not to mention, it was lower level, um, and the death knights. Once you get past sixty, it's all yeah. death knight. It's oh, yeah. all Death Knight in those battlegrounds. Oh, yeah. So doing battlegrounds under uh above sixty and below eighty, it's it's rough. Yeah. 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 So very rough. <laughs> all right. Well let's move on to um new games, new releases, because uh there's two games that I'm really excited about that are oh, gonna come out too. and we've been talking about this, but in four days, wait a minute. Three days. Um, Alan Wake and Red Dead Redemption are going to be coming Yay! out. I, mine. <laughs> I pre-ordered both of them. So I'm going to get uh, a t-shirt with Alan Wake. <laughs> it says, I am awake. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, where'd you get that from? Um, you can you can pre-order um, at Best Buy and you'll get Ooh, a free I'm T-shirt. So that. Um, so it's you know put five dollars down and there you go. Get a free yeah, T-shirt. I have to go freaking buy an Xbox Three Sixty. I was gonna say yeah, it's only on a, on Three Sixty. <laughs> But it looks like such a good game. I was like, you it know. It does. And it's gotten really, really good reviews. So well, I am so excited about this game. Well, I, I dusted off my Xbox 360 with the Sherlock's Home. I literally dusted it off <laughs> uh, with the Sherlock Holmes game. So I'm like, okay, it's it, everything's working fine. So let's play Alan Wake now. Get that nasty taste of Sherlock Holmes out of its yeah, system. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and then Red Dead Redemption, which oh, yeah. everybody's just talking about. Oh, join my posse and... It just looks you know, awesome. Even the guys. Okay, so I work in a pretty small office, and I go into the office once a week, and these guys all make fun of me for being such a gamer girl. Really? All of them, except for two people. <laughs> There's only two guys who like are excited when I come in to talk about games. The other ones are like, "Oh my god, here comes that geeky nerd." They're um, just jealous. <laughs> but but the one guy came up to me, and he's like. Oh my God! There's this new game. It's called Red Dead Redemption. I'm so excited. I'm like, see, see, <laughs> dork. <laughs> so right. yeah. And so where did you pre-order it from? Amazon. So Amazon. you got the ten dollar gift certificate. Twenty. Yeah. Oh, was it twenty? Twenty. And you, is it Golden Guns that you got? Yes. Golden mm-hmm. Guns. So yeah, because at GameStop it was the outfit. Yes, yeah. yeah, and that's what Mark got because with the outfit you get it's it's dead eye, which gives you more accuracy. Oh, we so, get more fame. Yes, you get more fame yeah. with the golden guns, and and I order pre ordered mine from Best Buy, so I get the war horse, nice, which is like the best horse you can have, and it's like so I purposely gave Mark. Uh, and I wanted him to have the dead eye, so he'll be snipering, and I'm going to be on the horse so I can charge. Nice. So I strate- it was a strategic purchase or pre-order <laughs> on that. <laughs> we are so going to have to plan, like, a day to yes, get together and, and play online. Oh my well, God. I, I was talking to Scott, um, Hakito. We're going to try to get Tom to get the game. Um, and he he'll have a little bit of time because he doesn't start uh, his new show TNT um, on the Twit Network um, until I think June, so he has a couple weeks. So, nice. um, yeah, it's I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think WoW is going to be a little dead for a while. <laughs> I, I think so. I think, I so, think so because so. I, I know this game is just going to be incredible. It just looks incredible and, on and on he, all the videos. Here's the interesting thing, and the other game that's coming out. Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, which is coinciding <laughs> with the release but, of the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, the movie hair. looks horrible. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's, it's poor timing for the game because Red Dead Redemption is coming out. So it's really right. overshadowing this game. Right. So it's, it's, even though it's a proven franchise, I think it's going to have a little, little, oh, upward. I think it's going to have a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, Supermarket Mania, thanks Woo! Kim for this, <laughs> comes out on, on the 18th. <laughs> that was all for you guys. That was all for you guys. And I hate going to the grocery store on myself. <laughs> I mean, why would I want to do it in the game? But you know what? You know what game I loved? Game show I loved watching? As a, okay. yes, I, I think I know exactly what you're going to say. Supermarket Suite. <laughs> Supermarket yes. Suite. 
Oh my god, I yes. I love that show. I did too. I'm like, get the hams, get the hams. <laughs> the I know, you're yelling at the TV. Olive oil. <laughs> get the diaper, or no, the, the um, baby formula. Yes, the baby formula. Yes, get the baby, baby formula. <laughs> So is that game? I don't know. I'm not familiar. I'm guessing this is a time management game. It is, in fact. I have it on the iPhone, and I beat it on the iPhone. Uh, it's it's a very cute game. You play a, um, um, I guess, a stock girl. You call it. Her name is Nikki. Hey. And I used to work. <laughs> I actually used to work at a grocery store, by the way. <laughs> there you go. So you have um, different shelves in the supermarket. And you have a cart and a little stock room in the back. And as the people come in and buy things, like they'll buy cheese or lettuce or meat or fish, ice cream, whatever, they deteriorate the stock on the shelf. And it's your job to go fill it up before they get upset and leave. Like if they stand there and the, and the thing's empty, you can see their little face get go from oh, green to yeah. yellow to red. And then they'll leave the store. And then you know, like real you customers. So this sounds exactly. like a, so it's going to be on PS3 or PSN. Did it say? Uh, PS3. PS3 and yeah, it just and said PSN. PS3. Okay. Oh, is it is it on the PSP as well? I think I that's only what... saw it on the PS3. Interesting. I don't know though. It could be either one. Could be one of those. Little I'm gonna say it's if it's out on the iPhone, I'm probably just gonna put it on my iPad. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's still a cute game. I still get a lot of enjoyment out of it, and I'll go back and replay different levels and stuff like that. And they'll have. <laughs> uh, uh, different like as the game progresses obviously it gets a little harder you have thieves that come in and try to steal from you and uh, you have people that actually make a mess in the store oh, no. like drop stuff on the floor and you have to go pick it up before somebody trips and falls and then they'll leave you know because obviously you don't want people to leave right. so you have to go clean up after them and stuff like that so uh, it's... can you shoot the thieves no but you <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you get a little cop and, and you you uh, you know click on the cop and he he blows his whistle and that's supposed to stop them I guess. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, looks like, yeah. That looks like a game that I would love that I'll probably play because I like those little time management games. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I put it on here just for you guys. Thanks. <laughs> and then the last game that will be coming out, I thought it was um, May twenty third. And oh, is it? Yeah, I think it is May twenty third. Super Mario Galaxy two for the Wii. So, okay. did you guys play the first Super Mario? No. Uh -huh. Galaxy, I mean. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I did. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. I got nauseous. <laughs> because it yeah, is like... you really can go all like, over the place. You jump and you, you know, you're, you jump and then you're on the side and then you're on the ceiling. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and I actually did play quite a bit of it. But then I just kind of got bored of it and I stopped about halfway through. But I hear, you know, a lot of people love Super Mario and Mario's classic. So the next sequel for this game will be coming out on May 23rd on the Wii. So nice. yeah, there's a lot of people excited about that game. Have you seen the, the Black Wii's out? I was in, yeah, I was in I Sam's that. Club and I saw that they, they're carrying Black Wii's now. <laughs> I guess that's cool. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, and people were excited about that too. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It's. It's black. Well, and it matches the white. PS3 now, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so, um, by by no means is that all the games that are going to be coming out in the next couple weeks, but that is just some of the highlights um, that we're looking forward to. So, there you go. Woohoo! All right, so let's keep this show moving and right. move on to <laughs> emails and iTunes. 
So um, we just got an email from Matt, and he brought our attention to a little flash game. And he says, hey, ladies, I thought I w this would be a an interesting one to send to you. Um, it's basically Super Mario in flash form, uh, but the difference with this one is it's a crossover of other characters from other games. Link, uh, Bill from Contra, which I loved Contra. Did you guys play Contra? I loved Contra. No. Um, <laughs> Simon from Castlevania. Uh, is it Seamus or Seamus? <laughs> hey, he was at a Nerdtacular. Seamus. Oh, from Metroid. I'm mispronouncing yes. her name. Um, and of course, Mario. If you choose anyone besides Mario, it plays their music in the game. Oh. So it's, and we'll put a link. Um, on the website for the game, but I was I had a chance to just take a look at it, and I mean it's Super Mario, and you have the ability, <laughs> you know, you're playing right there on the website, and you can pick any of the characters. So, uh, Mega, uh, I guess it's I think it's Mega Man. Um, so it's it's really cute. Oh, That's a cute idea. Uh, I want to play Contra now. <laughs> that was so much fun. So, thanks for the email, Matt. Thank you. Kim, you have one, and I think, Steph, you have one, too. Uh-huh. You can go ahead, Steph. Okay. Uh, mine is from uh, Bytour. I hope I'm saying that. B-Y-T-O-R. Uh, Holy Pally from Silvermoon. She says, hi, ladies. Just listened to episode 17, and it made me smile when you talked about lucky pets. <laughs> when our raid is having a white fest, learning a new boss, sometimes it can become frustrating. And sorry about that. There we go. When that starts to happen, I pull out my giant sewer rat, which I am still trying to get for myself. Everyone oh, knows it's my good luck charm. And the funny thing is, it really works. Rat comes out, boss dies. Nice. So, no, Nicole, you're not the only one that does that. Keep it up, ladies. Love the show. And that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that is cool. Didn't we just do this in our raid the other night? We're like, yes, everyone bring out their lucky pets. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So, somebody had one special one, but I can't remember what it was now that... We're looking at. Oh well, doesn't matter. I still want the giant sewer rat. Uh, I do too. I've been fun. trying to fish him up forever. Yeah, oh well. So right. let me see here. Um, hi again, ladies. I'm still loving your show. I really enjoyed the one where Kim mentions that she's borrowing her son's Xbox, but we'll have to move it downstairs for a week for the play. Yeah, the less know when you buy your own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm buying my own. <laughs> now we're gonna have two Xboxes. Two PS3s, a Wii, a PS2, <laughs> way too many in my house. <laughs> but she doesn't like to go into her her son's room because it's smelly like my son's room is. Um, my question is about housework, children, husbands, and game time. In our house, there are three children, 8, 11, and 13, who don't seem to do much to help with housework, and a husband who is lovely but thinks that now is next Tuesday when promising to do things. I find myself actually not cleaning up the house in order to deal with my resentment that none of them seem to do anything. Mm. Trying to get them to do something um, is so much work. Um, I know I should do it, but it cuts into my game time to police them, and it makes me resent them more. Yeah. <laughs> How is it that I am the one in charge of that housework monster? I hate housework, too. Uh, me, too. I, I am, like, so mm -hmm. undomesticated. <laughs> I, I have cleaners <laughs> that come in. <laughs> I hate it. See? There you <laughs> go. Yeah, I'm wondering how all of you deal with the homework, housework versus work time versus game time issue. Do you really have tidy houses all the time? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Do 
you actually like doing housework? No. no, no, no. <laughs> Do your spouse's family help you out without grumbling? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I have to. No. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Um, I'll say this. Mark and I, over the years, have worked out what each of us, I won't say like, but we don't mind doing. So I don't mind doing laundry. So that's my task. Mark doesn't mind doing dishes. I don't mind cooking. So we have, like, we take turns. Like, we, we've we come together. Like, n no one likes doing this stuff. I mean, no. women, I mean, and if, and if you do, which I know there are women out there that do, it's kind of like their thing and they'll, they'll make it known that this is their realm. But most people, I think, don't like cleaning house, don't like, you know, no. the daily chores. But it's just part of, you know, living, right? <laughs> so right. you have to work together to figure out who's going to do what. So if you're having trouble getting your husband and your children involved, to me, I look at that as more of an organization and communication challenge yeah, of definitely. working with everybody to say, hey, let's work together. You know, do we need to have a chore list? Do we need to, you know, put it on the calendar? Do we need to, you know, I'm all about organization and trying to systematically, if things are too chaotic, the first thing I do and say to Mark is, let's sit down, because you always have to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> let's sit down and write a list of everything that, you know, is basically stressing us out as far as whether it be, you know, things we have to do for the business or, or work. And you kind of approach it that way and systematically look at what actually is important, what can be. Um, and when you, when you come together as a group like that, then they become more invested in what's actually needs to happen. Maybe they don't even have a clue of all of the stuff that you do. So that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's just my little tip. <laughs> right, now, Kim, what do you do to keep your kids yeah. in line? Well, my, um, my daughter, she's really good. She, she cleans up, she keeps her room clean. She keeps her bathroom clean. Um, she keeps it all good to go. Um, my oldest son, when he lived, um, with us now, he's got his own apartment. That's really messy. But when he did live with us, he was very difficult. I would have to be on him all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but then my, my youngest son, um, he's pretty good. And what I do is I actually have housekeepers that come, um, every week. And so the night before <laughs> I'm always like, okay, we have to clean the house. Before the oh, is that true? oh my God. You have to clean for the cleaners. <laughs> yeah. And my kids are always like, well, why do we have to clean for the cleaners? And I'm like, because I, you know, that it's not their job to pick up all your crap. It's, you know, I'm just paying them to clean the stuff, not to pick up and, yeah. and do your place. Well, so, most of that time hey, comes from organiz you know, picking up yeah, clothes. Exactly. I mean, that's where so, clutter, clutter. It actually helps us do that. It actually helps us to um, get organized because we know they're going to be here every Tuesday morning. So uh -huh. on Monday night, we're like, you know, going through the house, making sure everything's <laughs> picked up. So you know, they can come in and clean. So nice. it, it has helped us out a lot. Um, and plus, and, and the reason I do that is because, you know, I work nine, 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I come home, I don't want to be cleaning all night. I don't, I want to be enjoying myself and my family or my friends or on the, on the game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, 
it just helps us out. Now we do all our yard work and everything, you know, we, we've got a pool, so we have to clean the pool and we have to mow the lawn and the kids, the kids mow the lawn and we do this and that. So we've, we've, you know, everyone's got their chores like you, you and Mark, Nicole. Um, but it's just a priority thing. You just got to make sure that their priorities matches yours. (laughs) Do you use the game systems, uh, as incentive to make them do something or if they don't do something do you take away their time on the game consoles like well, you were supposed really to clean up and you didn't do it so mm-hmm. you can't play the they don't, they don't really play any longer um because uh, you know both of my kids are working like um about 30 hours a week plus mm. going to school uh-huh. when they were really younger i guess yeah yeah when they were younger definitely um uh, yeah. they they definitely did that now what happens if they don't get their rooms clean and the cleaners have to spend extra time there? That's costing me more money. So yeah. I charge them. <laughs> oh, so, nice. You know, yes. if, okay, it costs you $25. You didn't pick up your room. You pay me because I have to pay them. Yeah, so exactly. that's like the new incentive yeah. to get that done. And it makes them more responsible. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all so, cause and effect. I know. I know I use game time for myself. So like, for instance, um, Sundays are usually the day that Mark and I tackle the house together. And it's amazing how fast it goes when both of us pitch in. Oh, true. Um, and so we'll say, okay, we're going to clean the house, do whatever we need, you know, whatever we're, pick up the poop in the backyard, whatever. <laughs> and then we'll make dinner and then we'll play WoW. So we kind of like plan the day out and, you know, the end, the goal is we're going to play WoW. Or we're gonna play our, you know, game system. Nice. So, you know, it's almost like we're in, giving ourselves incentives to finish <laughs> and, not, and not, you know, stop <laughs> mid mid clean. <laughs> nice. So this is a great email. Thank you. Her yes. name was Dor. So we forget. Oh, we forgot to mention. Oh that. yeah. So Sorry about that. <laughs> She said she's a WoW gamer and living in chaos. So hopefully that was, you know, there's some tips there. It's it's tough to to juggle all that stuff. I couldn't, I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't, I can't come from that perspective. But, um, yeah. I, we were kids at one yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, definitely. My parents used game time as an incentive. And I absolutely always did the dishes. That's probably why I hate them so much now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Stupid dishes. <laughs> All I right. was just locked in the basement with no food for weeks on end. <laughs> nice. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Um, we did get one other email, and I wanted to, to mention it because uh, we were talking about uh, um, tanking with, uh, I guess, lazy DPS. And we did get an email from Auntie IT. <laughs> How you, A-I-T-I. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. I'm terrible with names. All right. <clears throat> so he he or she says, you were talking about tanking on your latest, po- uh, latest episode, so I thought I would share a tip. You mentioned that once you've done the initial taunt, your taunt is on a cooldown. So when Lazy DPS opens up on their group, you have no way of getting them back. I used to be frustrated by this, so I changed the way I pull uh, to never use my warrior taunt, pally shield, or druid growl on the initial pull. I just run in and start beating the mobs up. Then if a DPS pulls them off of me, I can still taunt that one back. Anticipating lazy DPS like this has reduced my stref- stress level when I tank. So, there you go. Absolutely. Good tip. Uh-huh. All right. So, 
Do we have iTunes. any iTunes? I know there was a, a number of iTunes, but I don't have iTunes up. We did. We got some more five star reviews. Yes, we always love those. They help um, us in the, the ranking, so we appreciate all those wonderful five star reviews, and we always love reading them too. So definitely. So we got Awesome Sauce from Pyrocore. <laughs> Um, officially pwned. Thank you, ladies. Oh, I love that. From Deep Space Swine. And... I love that name, by the way. <laughs> I know. Is that not awesome? <laughs> <laughs> These chicks rock. Yeah. From Razor Storm. Oh, we talked about him last week. So, oh, well, we got mention of him again. So, thank you very much for yes. those five star reviews. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, Stephanie, how can they get a hold of us if they want to email us or get in touch with the show? Well, we do have a call-in number. We didn't get any call-ins, did we? Not yet. But I now have the system set up to where it's going to be much easier to play those calls if someone would like to call in. We get a lot of of emails. So if you really want us to answer your questions or, you know, give a call. Yeah. Ooh, we should have a contest. I have a a card for biscuits, I think, or (gasps) something like that. So we should have a a contest and they have to call in. (laughs) And do what? I don't know. We should figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Say something really nice about us. Oh, <laughs> there you go. We can't bribe bribe people. No bribe. <laughs> well, the calling number is uh, area code 623-252-4263. All right. Yep. And our email address is ladiesofleet at gmail.com, which corresponds with the website, <laughs> ladiesofleet.com, which you can also go to. Uh, we also have our Twitter accounts. We have a Twitter account for Ladies of Elite at Ladies of Elite. We also have one for myself at XIAXIAN1. Mm-hmm. We have one for, well, hello. <laughs> that was me. You guys smell. So, uh, and I'll say, I'll say mine. So mine's at yes. uh, Nicole Spag. So twitter.com slash Nicole Spag. Yes. And Kim, you're at? Um, Randy Smalley. Randy Smalley. Um, and I will say that uh, Ladies Elite is also now part of the Frog Pants Network, which is a awesome network of other podcasts um, and one that I have pretty much been listening to regularly um, since it started up about six weeks ago, five weeks ago, um, is Final Score with Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway. Uh, this I love this podcast. Even though we have a, I mean, we talk about games here. I they do it every week. They talk about some of the news, and there's a few stories that overlap, but I don't really care. Um, but I just and they have an old school, so they talk about like last. They just talked about Skate or Die, which was. Oh do you remember that Lord. game? I love it, and they play I sound clips. That game. I love that podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to, to check out final score, I encourage you. It's about an hour long. They do it. They do it live every Friday. Um, and you can find them at frogpants.com, including a ton of other awesome podcasts, um, as well. So yeah, Scott has really put together some, some great podcasts over there. And we are honored to be part of that list. Very much so. So with that, I think we're going to bring this episode to a close. Thank you to the chat room for joining us again. Um, Yay, and thank you, Kim and Stephanie, once yes. again. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. All right, we're going to get started in... <clears throat> yeah, this is going to be fun. <clears throat> <laughs>
Oh my god. Now I got a burp. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.